I blew up financially. I had over 600 brokers and agents all over the country, but I also blew up physically. I was unhealthy. I, I was living a very unhealthy lifestyle. The algorithm I used to, to medicate my panic attacks was alcohol. And one day I walked into the hospital in 2016, Memorial Day weekend, and I thought I had a heart issue. And the doctor came in and said, I'm in said liver failure. And he said, I probably will die tonight. And that was the incident. I went from CEO with a seven figure income to being labeled alcoholic and put on the end of a liver transplant waiting list. I was broken. I was as broken as broken gets. Like a lot of people are. And that's the point. That's the very spot you want to be in to reinvent yourself. I call recreate, which means to bring something new that's never existed into the world again. Welcome back to another episode of the Who You Know Show podcast, where what you know is important, but who you know can make all the difference in your business, career, relationships, and life. My name is Trevor Houston, and on this show, you'll learn the strategy, grit, and mindset it takes to overcome obstacles so you can level up in your career, recover your cash flow, and live the life of purpose that God intended for you. Don't forget to look at the mic drop moments timestamped in the show notes below. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure to pay it forward, subscribe and leave an honest review so we can improve. Thanks for listening. My name is Trevor Houston, and please enjoy this episode of the Who You Know Show. He's a best-selling author, TEDx speaker, starting his career in the financial services industry as a door-to-door life insurance salesman. He quickly worked his way up to CEO of Mass Mutual Northern New England. I want to talk about your journey, your story. Your story is very powerful. It's about overcoming obstacles in life. Tell us about some of the things you got going on now. I didn't know it at the time I was um, implementing algorithms my whole life. Um, you know, we hear about algorithms now all the cars that drive themselves. They just bought a Tesla. So that thing drives itself. Literally will pick you up without anybody in it now. It's all algorithms, you know. Uh, what they are is a set of steps to get a result. And we run them every day. We run good and bad algorithms. Um, you know, I started off learning baseball and went on to play college baseball and got out of college baseball like a lot of people do looking for a job. The only job I could get was selling life insurance door to door which is tried swallowing and, and incredibly stressful. So I, you know, I, I figured out algorithms to survive ultimately, um, a lot of them to, to create a client and to get people to say yes is all a series of the right sequences, the right words and the right orders. But I also had a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression, a lot of uh, panic attacks that I medicated every day with alcohol. So 25 years ago, I started knocking on doors and figured out a few algorithms for success. And I used that to get clients and then learned about how to do it with nail and learn how to do it with, with radio commercials and seminars and, and, um, and then ultimately learned how to do it to employ people. I blew up financially. I had over 600 brokers and agents and, and all over the country. And, but I also blew up physically. I was unhealthy. I, I was living a very unhealthy lifestyle. The algorithm I used to, to, to medicate my panic attacks was alcohol. And one day I walked into the hospital in 2016, Memorial Day weekend, and I thought I had a heart issue. And the doctor came in and said, I'm in said liver failure. And he said, I probably will die tonight. And that was the incident. I went from CEO with a seven figure income to being labeled alcoholic and put on the end of a liver transplant waiting list. 
and a series of miracles that, that happened. And at the very end, when I was, was minutes or days from my death, a prisoner died in Alabama who was a donor and a high-risk person. He, he was an IV drug user too. And the hospital let me try the organ and when a lot of people passed on it and they installed it and they put it in my body. I got it up in Birmingham, Alabama. And when I was supposed to be gone, I, I survived unexpectedly. And I was broken. I was as broken as broken gets. Like a lot of people are. Um, and that's the point. That's the very spot you want to be in to reinvent yourself. I call it recreate, which means to bring something new that's never existed into the world again. Um, so I, I ended up transforming my body. I ended up losing over a hundred pounds and learned how to write books and created a message online. And, and then I started, I started learning how to get clients a different online without stress. And I brought that back to the financial services industry in a recent book I just wrote called the anywhere advisor, how to pandemic proof your, your, uh, practice and work for anywhere. And that's what I to help people transform. Wow. That's wow. great. So talk to us about that book, the superhero self. Yeah. That was my book about a, a single idea. You know, I had to go to rehab when I was almost dead. So I had to they said it's about a 90% chance of being gone in 30 to 40 days. And I just spent wow. 25 of that in a drug, a drug addiction rehab center where they told me I was an addict. They told me I had a disease. They told me there was no cure. They told me I was broken. And their algorithm, if I were to survive, which was unlikely, was to call myself an addict to 10 meetings every day and, and not ever, you know, roll from that. I was like their algorithm. I like it. So that was rehabilitation, which means to restore something back to its original condition. So my, my idea was if I live, I want to recreate myself. I want to make something new. I want to reinvent myself. We'll see for my kids. You know, I wanted, I wanted to be a better person. I didn't want to be the guy that drank himself to death. I wanted to be a superhero. Me, you know, and so I created superhero self, how to recover from anything. And we ended basically is an algorithm of three steps. The first one is to make a decision. And a decision is a misunderstood word. It, it, it means, uh, the etymology means, D means away from, and decision means to cut. Okay. Decisions is about cutting things out of your life, not adding things to it. So I cut away a lot of things. Uh, Covey says to change the fruit, you need to change the roots. So I cut away my identity. Hold on, hold on, hold on. To change the fruit, you got to change the roots. Stephen Covey. Love it. Terrence, you and I got to talk offline. I had a massive brain aneurysm. And, uh, and I was three days clinically dead. So we will, uh, we'll talk about that. Maybe they replaced my brain. I don't know. Maybe that's what's wrong. <laughs> maybe you got somebody else's brain. Man, maybe they put somebody else's brain in there. Well, I'd like to know what kept you motivated. Cause I'm sure that was a challenging place to be in. I mean, close to death and you get this miracle that comes I mean, your way. And like, what was your mindset? You know, I was very unlikely to get a liver. The average waiting time was almost a year and I had six months to live. I prayed and I, uh, I, I put myself in a position to win. I moved to where the organ transplants were the most likely. I moved closest to the hospital. They said, if someone misses a call, they call the person who's not on the list that's closest next. So I bought a house right across the street, a little apartment. And I sat there with my mom and we waited and I prayed. I got my face out of Facebook and put my face in the good book. The book. I like that. So, uh, Terrence, yeah. I have a question for you. A lot of our, the primary audience for our show is 
career transition folks, people that are searching for their next successful position. What's something inspirational that you would share with them, motivational, um, some thoughts on people that are in their search? Well, the, the one thing you got to know where you're going, I mean, the direction, I use the metaphor of a domino, like there's a big giant domino that I use in my TED talk, which is, which is home. And this is a little domino where a lot of people are right now. You can't get from here to here. You need to line up your dominoes and that's, that's part of the algorithm. So what the big domino is, is your perfect life. And you need to work backwards from there. And like a little domino can't knock over the big domino, but it can knock over something slightly bigger than its own size. Like a two inch domino can actually knock over a three inch domino, which is uh, interesting because we all have what's called action potential. Like this little domino, when it sits, stores energy and when you move it forward, has enough energy to knock over a domino 50% bigger. That's real science. And we have action potential, but the key is to move your action potential in the correct direction towards that big domino. And it, the Japanese have a, um, a couple, a couple of great, uh, sayings that I enjoy. One of them is called Kintsugi, which means that you can put something broken back together and they use it with pottery. So they take this broken pottery and they put it back together and the Japanese believe that there's perfection, uh, beauty in your imperfections, beauty in your scars. And they use this gold lacquer to mend the pottery. They don't rehab it. They recreate this pottery, become something new and more beautiful. Actually, this, this pottery is more valuable than the original unbroken pottery. Secondarily, the Japanese have something called Ikigai in Okinawa, where People live the longest in the world. They practice Ikigai, which is the intersection of four things. The first thing is what you love to do. The second thing is what you're good at. The third thing is what the world needs, a problem you can solve. And the fourth one is what you can monetize. Those all intersect and touch in their beingness. So your beingness, where those touch is a good place to start looking for a job. If you can figure out how to do that. You'll have passion for that. And you also have grit. Can you real quick, can you say those, uh, those four again? Sure. Yeah. Ikigai, if you look it up, it's, uh, Ikigai is the intersection of what you love to do. So what do you do on a Friday night when not being paid, right? What do you talk about with your friends? Yeah. What are you good at? And that a good thing that you're good at is what people ask your advice about. So if you get invited over to wallpaper at the house, or you get invited over to fix a shed or, or marital advice, you might have some clues there. Can you, so you're good at it and you love it. And then what does the world need? Where can you direct those skills into a purpose? And finally, what can you monetize? What can you convert into a, a paycheck? What can you trade with the world? That's what the old word trade means. Something you can trade for a survival pro survival activity. You know, one of the things that I think is, is very, I guess, relevant about that too, is that, you know. In, in it's not just Eastern, Eastern cultures, but Japanese in particular, there's a lot of meditation, right? Meditation is very central to their, to their daily lives a lot of, for a lot of Japanese. And so uh, I think that a lot of job seekers are caught up in all of the hustle and bustle and the busyness, and there's not a lot of introspective thinking, right? And, and mm-hmm. evaluation, and that's just, it's time to kind of maybe have some quiet and think about. Well, let's ask thing. the audience real quick. Hey, audience. I want you to tell me, do you have a quiet space? Do you have a place that you get to meditate, that you get to be quiet and really reflect and ask the right questions? I'd love to hear that. There's nothing like having some quiet space. All right, tell us about 
the anywhere advisor because I like that because something that it really resonates right now with the pandemic and even I, I've watched some of your videos pandemic proofing your your business right the anywhere advisor tell us about that is it only for financial advisors is it for anybody that has their own business like talk to me more about that program and what you do there the algorithm is for anybody that wants to create a client because it's the fundamentals of client creation which is you might call it a hamburger, right? The hamburger has three parts. It's got top bun, the bottom bun, and the meat. The meat is of, of, of a client building is the client with a problem. So if you take a client that has a problem, right? So financial advisors were stuck at home. And then uh, the bottom part is authority and empathy. Like, do you have authority and empathy with the audience that you selected? And the top part of the bun is um, an offer, a solution, a promise. And that, you know, traffic and solutions. So when you build your process, the Anywhere Advisor is about, you know, the perfect life for me, which was working backwards from being able to work from anywhere on earth, owning time, being able to bring value in a part of the world where I love, um, adding, adding, um, adding value through teaching people to eliminate stress and depression. I'm selling a, a better lifestyle, not selling a you know, a computer system. It's like, this is a, this is a key to transformation because transformation takes time and money. And if you're looking for a job and you want to ultimately transform, which is a physical observation, like you lost weight or you look happy or you're in a relationship, those are all physical observations. Like transformation is the step to transcendence. Like when you have come to the part of your life where you're doing exactly what the, what you've been put in this world to do. You've self-actualized, so you've transcended there. There's a process when you line your dominoes up, uh, starting with the small one to monetize your ability and trade it, your aching guy, then you can start to work on, you know, going away and really thinking about where you want to end up with that big domino is, um, you know, Jesus says, come away with me and my friends to a quiet place and get some rest, like mm. get away from things your phones off, sit down and ask yourself, what do I talk about on Friday night? What do people ask me advice about? Ask your friends what you think you'd be great at. And then, you know, be a, be a forensic scientist of who is in that world and, and start to learn from them. Wow. I love that. That's a great analogy too. Love it. Any last comments or anything that you would love to talk to these job seekers? I mean, to give you some perspective, some of these folks it's been an extended search, okay? Mindset is pretty important because they, they can be down on themselves. The enemy wants to speak a bunch of lies and tell them they're not good enough and rejection and all that kind of stuff, right? And he, he, it can hurt, it can be very painful. And I know going through the situation that you went through, there's gotta be something that you would like to say to these job seekers that may help them out through that time. There's two things. I, I mean, I, I've studied things, so this is, this is both Latin. So there's, there's one, one thing I wear around my neck every day, the coin. And this, this coin was uh, used by the Roman soldiers and it says memento mori. And what it means is, um, it, they used to whisper to each other, it says, remember you're mortal, like you're living a life. All right. And the, so every day live it like that, know it. And then. Secondarily, amore mate is another Latin word that means love your fate. Everything that's ever happened to you up until this point, you need to accept and love. It's the perfect recipe and the perfect storm for a comeback. Coming yeah. back is easier when you're down. 
If, 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 if Tom Brady came back from a three point, that would sit, no one would remember the game. So think about it. You put yourself in a position to transform it. People go like, wow, what happened to them? And that's well, you, a very powerful place to be. Well, I yeah. love that. Yeah. I talk about uh, that all the time with, um, do you, okay. So a few years ago, Tom Brady was in the Super Bowl. This was, this was quite a while ago. They actually. were way down. Uh, well, no, 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 no. I know what game you're talking about. I'm talking about a different game. So the Patriots had a flawless season. Do you remember that? 16 and 0 went all the way to the uh, Super Bowl, right? Mm -hmm. And then you had the, the Giants who barely squeezed into the playoffs, okay? Eli Manning somehow made it to the Super Bowl and they beat the undefeated Patriots. Yeah. And that was like a, a David and Goliath. That was that story, but it wouldn't have been the same victory story that that triumph that underdog had the they patriots had won they, yeah if the patriots won you'd have just been like eh, right here's another one here's yeah. tom brady terrence man i really appreciate you coming and being part of this man thank you you've, you've been dropping mics man you got yeah. three okay. mic drops terrence, on you this. Got thanks for listening to the who you know show podcast my name is trevor houston and if you've enjoyed this episode consider subscribing wherever you listen and leave us a positive review to help us keep the mics on in the studio until next week that's the show it's all about who you know